Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 12 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey guys, so today I'm here with my one of my best friends actually. Her name is Tay and she lives in Canada, so I don't get to see her too often, but we decided to sit down today and do a little podcast because I think Tay is one of the most inspirational women I know. She's a Aww. total girl boss. <laughs> you are, seriously. <laughs> Thank <And> you. <laughs> She's a total girl boss and she's just so motivated and inspiring and she does all of the personal growth work that I like to do, like going to the Tony Robbins seminars and reading all the books. So I thought she'd be great to have on because she's actually launching her own podcast very soon and she's a really great speaker. So welcome, Tay. <laughs> Thanks, me. How are you? I'm good. So that do you want to tell? Introduction. <laughs> Thank you. I know. Well, I should have went in deeper because you deserve it. Seriously. <laughs> do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, what you're up to? Yeah, for sure. So um, I own a couple of spin studios in Canada, in Halifax, actually. Um, and I, I'm currently in the progress of opening my second location here. And I'm the creative director of Spinco. Um nationwide. So I'm very proud of that, um, that, that job title. And I've been obviously, yeah, I've been really on a path of self-discovery of figuring out why we're alive and, you know, what my true purpose is here on this earth. So I am purpose, like I am definitely purpose driven and I wake up every day, just like you so motivated to seek more, to do the research, to always want, um, to better ourselves and make sure that we're doing our part and that we're taking the actions that we actually need to take. It's not just fluff. It's not just, we're just, we're not just talking about it. We're actually taking the action that needs to, that needs to happen. Yeah. Have you always been this way? Like, cause I remember when we met, you were super inspiring and motivating, but we were obviously at different parts of our lives. And I think we've both grown into these like really, um, you know, career driven people and, um, you know, we want to live our best lives. So tell me, like, were you always like that? Like, I don't even remember you like not being like this. I feel like honestly, ever since I was a little girl, I've always just gone after what I felt was right in the moment. And I don't give myself a a ton of time to think about it. Um, I act solely from the heart. And I think that that has definitely helped me grow into the person that I am today and the person that I can proudly stand here as. And, and I've done so many different things in my life. I've tried so many things. So I think the more you try, you're able to figure out what really fuels you and what really gives you that alignment in your life. Right. So yeah, I think ever since I was a little girl, my dad definitely was very in. Like he actually is the one that told me about Tony Robbins, and it's a funny story. I've, defi- no, I've really? definitely told you before. So I was in the fashion world. I was, you know, living the dream on like from what you know people would think looking from the outside. Yeah, from the outside. yeah absolutely. Like they were like, oh, she's you know she's designing, she's doing whatever. Anyway, so I was living in Florida, and I was so sick and I was so like lost, very confused. Um, And I texted my dad and I was like, hey dad, like who's your favorite motivational speaker? Like that's how I asked him. 
Um, now I, I don't think I would call them motivational speakers. I don't know what I would use, but I feel like my, I've definitely grew up. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, like they bring just, you to like your real self. I think they're not motivational. It's like, they bring right. you to like your soul, you know? Exactly. Like it's not just words. It's not just, it's actually like digging into the depths of your soul and figuring out who you are. So anyway, I texted him and he told me Anthony Robbins and I was like, who's Anthony Robbins? So <laughs> I like Googled Anthony Robbins and it's like Tony Robbins. Um, date with destiny. And it was in Boca, which is crazy because I was living in Miami at the time. And that is so close. And it was the following week. So I felt that this was meant to be. So my dad was like, honestly, if you feel you need to go, I will make it happen for you. And so I went the following week. It completely changed my life. I know. And that's the one that they actually filmed for Netflix for the documentary the one that I was at. So it was like, Oh my God, were you on, were you on camera at all? No, because like I was in the VIP section. So I, I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like they have different rules. Anyway, it was amazing. Um, it changed my life. It, It was definitely like the start of my journey, but I think that I've probably been searching my whole life. I feel like how long ago was this? This was it. Um, 2000 and, 13? No. No. It was over – well, we met like five five years ago. Okay, four so years ago, five years ago. I think it was after that. Honestly, I need to – I need to – Seriously? I, I don't know. <laughs> Why, okay, whatever. Right we'll forget about it. It was kind of recently. <laughs> well, if by the way, guys, yeah. so – what? No, go ahead. Um, it, well, Tay and I met when I was in uni in Halifax. So a lot of you don't know this, but I went to university for a year and then I dropped out and then started UniB. <laughs> but I went to uni for a year and it was in Halifax in Canada, a really small town. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mentioned in a few other podcasts or, or YouTube vlogs about my experience there. Essentially, long story short, um, I ended up hating it after the first semester. I, everyone was just like, you know, only concentrating on drinking. They didn't have any big ambitions and I didn't feel like I fit in at all. And mm-hmm. I started working at a little juice bar and I met Tay because she would always come in and get this <laughs> green juice with pineapple instead of apple. Oh and I'd always I'm make allergic it for to apples. <laughs> I know you'd get the skinny green juice, right? Yes. Was it that? Exactly. Oh my God. Good memory, Mimi. Oh my God. So impressive. <laughs> so I know I'd always make it for her and I was like, I, I developed this girl crush on Tay. I was like, oh my God, she's so cool. She's all fashion-y. Like she just comes in here with her cool boyfriend and like, they're just so cool. And like, we ended up um, chatting and we started to, we kind of like grew this friendship and, uh, yeah, so I was kind of lonely because I wasn't really hanging out with that many people from uni because they were all kind of on a different wavelength and I just didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do. And then Tay and I just really vibed and we started hanging out um, outside of the juice bar and <laughs> it was really sweet. So we just like really connected on that on that level. And I think when you meet a friend so organically, mm-hmm. like you just your friends for life. And exactly. that's Tay and I. Yeah, we're literally I feel friends. like we just connected immediately. I feel like I've known you my whole entire life. And it's so funny. I always say that. I think when we talk about how we met, we always say how organic it was. And that is so special nowadays. You know, it's not, I'm not taking any credit away from meeting on social media or meeting through friends or whatever it is, but I feel just the way that we met was so special. And I I think that um, I'll always cherish that. 
I know, yeah. me too. I love it. It's such a sweet story. Okay, so I just Googled, so, wait, yeah. I just Googled Tony Robbins. It came out in 2016, but it definitely took a couple years to produce. So, to yeah. make it, for sure. So, you know, yeah, a little bit. Before. Whatever. It happened, yeah, both of our personal growth has happened in the past, like, five years, yeah. I think. Oh, for so. sure. Definitely five years, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so now, so you started out in fashion, yes. um, decided your passion wasn't yeah, fashion, so I think if I, can rhyme. Yeah, I think that um, I I was like latching on to that I really did love fashion and I still do and I I use it to express myself. I think it's an amazing thing. It's it kind of allows me to use my creativity. But I think that I was mistaking like that love for it as like my true passion for life and like this is what I was meant to do. This is like my destiny, you know, like this is my purpose. But it um, kind of it actually led me to what I'm doing right now. So I then moved to LA after Florida and I started designing for a couple of different companies there. I was loving it. It was really, really great. Um, And then I found myself like physically sick. So I was building, I was, I think I was like internalizing a lot of um, like I was suppressing my real passion I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah it, was, it was very. Interesting. You were like suppressing your real yeah. self, and you felt yes. like you were fa- being almost like a yes, faker. I was like lying to myself. I was betraying myself. It was horrible. So I actually was physically sick. I decided I wanted to move back home, start something that meant something to me, start something that would build my future, that would give me that purpose. So I always had the desire to help people, and obviously I was on this self discovery journey. So I wanted to have like the two things align and. Um, just so happens, like I found Spinco and then I wanted to open a studio in Halifax that happened extremely fast. I moved home in like, I think it was February and I opened in August. So (laughs) it happened extremely fast. And now I'm working on the second studio. Um, it's definitely been a life changing experience and I couldn't be more thankful for the position that I am in today and everyone that has come into my life because of it. And I really believe that like the universe brings people together for a purpose. So yeah, I completely agree. So what, tell tell us a bit about Spinco. So it's obviously a spinning studio, but it's like mixed with motivational speaking. So it's freaking, oh my goodness. It's like Tony Robbins. So, um, I don't know how I haven't been yet. Like I'm going to bring one to London. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh, perfect. Thanks, babe. (laughs) Um, Just for you. (laughs) No. Um, Thank you. So Spinco is an indoor cycling studio. Um, The lights are really low. The music is extremely high. We ride to the beat of the music. Uh, It's very inspirational. And as much as I don't love the word motivational, it is like we – Um, Every instructor kind of has their own flair. So there are instructors that don't go as deep. But for me, like what feeds my soul and what really uh, makes me feel alive inside those four walls is like really digging deep into like, it's never, it's not about the bike. Like, of course I love um, the physical aspect of it. And I love that, but you know, when we move our bodies, like that's when like the real breakthroughs happen. And it's like when we move our physical body, like the mental changes can happen and like you make space for that. So I think that that's extremely Mm -hmm. powerful and it is honestly changing our city. And I'm not just saying that because I'm the owner, but I really see the change in people's lives and it, and people are just gaining confidence. They're figuring out like today in my class this morning, I taught at eight 30 and the message was let's, let's walk outside that double door with a clearer vision than when we walked in. And it's honestly just moving and like getting into like 
alignment with who you are and what you really want for your life. And I think, you know, Tony, Tony Robbins even talks about it. You know, this, like he, he talks about how, if we have a clear vision of what we want in life, like it's easier to make the decisions to get there. Right. Yeah. Every, it starts from awareness. That's number one. Awareness is everything. You can't get to where you want to be. If you don't even know where you want to be, exactly. it doesn't just come. You got to think about it and work towards it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I think that a lot of our riders, like, um, you, you lived in Halifax, you know, kind of like our scene, our fitness scene and our, um, entertainment mm-hmm. scene. It's very, like it, it's, it's just not, um, anyway, people are very, they're responding very well to this and it has, um, like we have wait lists. every, every class is almost weightless, which is an incredible feeling to just know that like the desire to be better, to improve our lives is like there in, in so many different people. And I feel mm-hmm. like the, we're just making it available for them and they're giving themselves permission. Like we're not making them ride the bike, you know? No, <laughs> it's, it's, I think that. it's a mix of therapy and a, a workout oh, class. For sure. It's crazy. Is. Exactly. Yeah. So therapy is like a hundred dollars a class <laughs> or a hundred dollars a session and workout classes are like 30 bucks a session. So it's yeah, like, exactly. 20 at Spinko Halifax. So you're good. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So Come to London. I know. So I, I really think it is like therapy mixed with like that physical aspect and, and you have to physically move in order to have those mental breakthroughs and to have that mental shift in your mind. And I think sometimes it's just changing the perspective of how you look at a certain thing, right? Yeah. So that's been extremely powerful. And I think that it's kind of, so as you know, I'm like, I'm starting this podcast and I've been working on it for a really long time. And I think that Spinco has given me a platform to be able to speak that truth and to kind of tell my story and to open that conversation up. So I think giving Spinco has allowed me to kind of walk into that like self-discovery even more, you know? Yeah. I can't imagine. Mm -hmm. And you're like a full blown entrepreneur now. And it's like, you're (laughs) absolutely killing it. And you're doing so many different things and you're running so many different studios. Like that's crazy. Like it's absolutely (laughs) crazy. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I'm loving every second of it. I couldn't be more thankful. So it feels right. And I feel like, you know, we talk about alignment. We, we, I mean, I feel like that's everyone's goal is to like be in alignment with like what their soul desires. And I think that if you're doing, if you're, being true to what you feel your purpose is and you're taking the right actions, like that's when alignment happens is when your purpose and your actions make sense. Like, you know, you're not lying to yourself. Yeah. They're in line with yourself. Yeah. I think that so many people are trying to be something else and then that actually can make you physically sick. That can make you so unhappy and suppress and internalize so many emotions and, and so much stress that you end up, you know, being, depleted and not able to live in that true purpose. So. Wow. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I have a question for you. Like if you were going to give advice to somebody who wants more in their Mm -hmm. life and they have that, that deep, you know, need and Mm -hmm. want for something more and to live their soul's purpose, but they just can't seem to freaking do it Mm -hmm. for a few reasons. Either they're scared of people think they've Mm -hmm. never done something big and they've never gone through a big change in their life and they're nervous and they, they, they're scared of failure. Like Mm -hmm. what would you give it? Like what kind of advice would you give to those people? So, you know, the book you recommended, the five second rule that has been Mm -hmm. like helping me so much just recently. I feel like 
people, you know, people might look at us and say, oh, they already have it figured out. Like they, they don't have to work on it. But I think it's like a constant work in progress that you have to like keep up with, um, like really making sure that you're able to like operate on the level that we want to be operating on, you know, like people think, oh, they already have it figured out. They don't really have to work on it anymore, but I think we have to work on it even more to keep it right. So, um, like just reading as many books as possible. But the five second rule is you have to take physical action. Like that is like the biggest thing for me is just like, you know, if it is like, let's say that taking that moment of courage where you need to send that text message or you need to physically step into that person's office and have that conversation with them. Something that really worked for me actually was in the beginning of like my self-discovery journey and kind of figuring out like, or uncovering, I always say like, let's uncover the layers that we've built up years on years and we've kind of like masked ourselves. And so I'm just trying to uncover our truth. And I think like having mantras and having affirmations have been super, super powerful for me, being able to give me the confidence to take the actions that I need to do, to read the books that I need to do, to do the self-work. I think that doing the self-work first is key. It's it's everything to be able to prepare yourself to to step into your purpose and to realize what it is. Okay, like what energizes you? What fuels you? What like gets you super excited in the morning? What like gets you out of bed? Like what are those things? Define them, become aware of them. Just like you were saying, like awareness is everything. So become aware of what like sets that soul on fire and give yourself permission. I think that like we as human beings, like we care so much about what people think and we you know, fear is the number one thing holding us all back from living our best life and stepping into our purpose. So letting go of the fear and, and telling ourselves like, it's okay. Like you need to be able to, to operate and to live your best, best life for yourself. Like that's not going to be my best life. Yeah. And everybody Mm -hmm. is so individual. So, you know, my path can be really different to your path today. And it doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. Like Mm -hmm. it's just our individual paths. So yeah, like I, I think everything you just said there is so right. It's like, just, just really realize that this is so important for you to live this way and that you're 100% responsible for your life and you'll start making magic happen. You know what I mean? For sure. Like the 100% responsibility of your life has been huge. That book that you recommended to me years ago, uh, the the, the success the, principles. The success principles. It's the Bible. Me? It's literally the Bible. It has changed my life. I give it to everybody. Honestly, me that too. Book, honestly, like Jack Hanfield. Come on, like so good. 100%. I wish he did seminars. Oh, I want I want to do seminars. You know, Oprah Oprah did a Super Soul Sunday with him. Um, but I just want more. Like he's he's so I need good. more. Yeah, I need more too. We need to reach out to him. Um, yeah. So. I think taking a hundred percent responsibility the other day in class, I always kind of refer back to class because that's where I really, it just comes out of me. It flows. Um, but I was talking about how, you know, for so many people, like we create these stories in our head and we blame other people and then we don't, we don't take ownership over it. Like we're in control. We write our own life story. We're able to, you know, make decisions. We're able to, uh, create our future. Like nobody if we keep blaming other people or if we keep, um, you know, not taking responsibility and, and accountability for our own life, like we're not going to be able to step into that person that we were really meant to be because 
you're not being true to yourself if you're not taking 100% responsibility because you need to make decisions based on like what you truly feel to your core, you know? Totally. I'm literally sitting here. I'm in this massive bathrobe on my bed. <laughs> I just had a shower. And I'm like nodding my head so much. I'm like, wait, fuck, they can't even see that. So I completely agree with all of that. It's so true. And the other thing about 100% responsibility is that the second you realize that you're in control and you're responsible for your life, it's like a really empowering thing because then you realize that then you have the power yeah. to change it. You yes. have the power to literally do what the fuck you want because you're in control. Yeah. You're responsible for the, like you're responsible for the bad and you're responsible for the good. Absolutely. So it goes hand in hand. You can't not be responsible for the bad and then responsible for the good. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. So yeah. just take responsibility. That's the number one. That's chapter one absolutely. in the success principles by it John Canfield. It's chapter one. That's it how is because it's it. the number one. Without yeah. that, you can't change. Without responsibility, you don't think you have the power to change. And that's why you're sit- sitting there living a sad life that mm-hmm. you're not passionate about because – you think it's your victim. Yeah. And you're not. And that's like the minds that's a mindset that needs to shift. Like that's the the perspective on life that needs to like change. Because if you're stuck in that like really suppressing um negative mindset, then you're never going to be able to like do the things or you're never gonna be free or you're never gonna give yourself permission to like make space for that new mindset and that shift and that all that new energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Tay, I want to talk about this for me as well, because obviously we're not perfect. We're still working on a lot of stuff um, personally. I, I want to talk about habits. Mm-hmm. How do you break a freaking habit? It's really hard. And I'm trying to break a few habits right now, and I just can't seem to like really do it, you know? So what are some tips? So for me, I just like I go cold turkey and I give like I get in this mindset where I'm never going to let myself do it again. So just like, you know, how do you get to them? How do you get there? How do you get the motivation to think that way? I don't know. I think I've just conditioned my brain to like give myself no choice. I get in this mindset where like I'll walk into a class and I'll be extremely tired. And this is like, I just turn it on. You know, you have to like tell yourself it's like, you don't have a choice. You have to, you have to do it. And I don't know exactly like mm-hmm. what, um, steps. I don't, I don't know if I can give you like a step-by-step because for me, I have just over like so many years, I've just told myself, it's like, I don't have a choice. I just have to do it. And like, I believe that solely. So I value that. And I like stay true to that. Um, and it's so easy to break them. And it's, and I think like, we're human, we're going to break them. We're going to struggle. We're going to, we're going to fail. And that's like completely fine. Are you hard on yourself if you fail at something? I am. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. really hard on myself. I'm so hard on myself. And I, I've i been told by like so many of like my frequency healer and all these people that have been helping me and my life coach. And I feel like they, they're like, you know, you're always so hard on yourself. Like you are human. It's okay to be human. But for me, because I have such high expectations and I hold that like at a really like high priority for myself is like, these are my expectations for my life. And if I don't, um, you know, if I don't, yeah, if I don't meet them, then I'm not good enough. And then that is a really toxic um, brainwave, right? But t- the thing is, though, like, it's, yeah, toxic in the bad, in the bad light, but in the good light, it's really why you're where you are, because you're a hard worker and mm-hmm. you get shit done. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, I guess everything is balanced at the end of the day. And we all have things to work on. Like, nobody's perfect. No. I actually went to a, a life coach 
slash tarot card oh, reader yesterday for an hour and a half. Oh, this is oh my god! I love How did I not tell you this? I don't know. So I met her at this. Um, her name's Linda. Okay. I met her at this Victoria Secret event like a month yeah. ago, and she is the um, the official tarot card reader slash life coach for the Soho houses. Okay. Um, so she's super legit, super cool. And I did a mini reading with her at the event for like 10 minutes and she literally blew my mind. So I was like, okay, um, I'm booking you in. Yeah. So I saw her today and she's, she's not a medium cause she never really practiced, um, like talking to spirit yeah. and stuff, but she, is a tarot card reader and she's just like a general it was kind of like a therapy slash a bit of prediction of my future slash a bit of like telling me what to do it was really yeah. cool oh, <laughs> so that. I know you would love her when you come to town yes. I'll, I'll put you guys in town. thank you so uh yeah it was amazing and you know we spoke about it a lot and you know I was having a lot of anxiety about these upcoming projects I have going on and she just kind of made me chill out and she's really all about the law of attraction that's her thing she was telling me stories about how she used the law of attraction to um, bring certain things into her life. She's convinced that she, you know, saved her son when he was in a coma from a car accident. And, you know, she used the law of attraction. She's convinced that really helped and that healed him. Um, She's really into energies and she's very, very in tune with her intuition. So it was so interesting to speak to her. And, you know, she told me about these projects that I'm, that I I used to be anxious Mm -hmm. about. She told me, you know, Mimi, think of it like it's already happened and you're thankful and it's like, oh, thank you, you know, universe for giving me this, this career opportunity. I'm so happy that it happened. You know, I'm so excited for it to, you know, uh, evolve more. Like I'm just so like, it's happening. Like I just feel this contentness. Um, And so that really helped me because you're more living in the moment and you're just like, everything's fine. I'm not worrying about the future. I'm not, you know, dreading about the past. It's more like living the moment. So she told me my biggest issue is that I don't live in the moment enough and I overthink things negatively and I just need to like, because I'm doing the work, you know, that's, oh, you're always doing the work. I'm doing the work. So it's like (laughs) the the work, putting the work in and the combination of that and thinking positively about a situation and being like, yeah, I'm going to get this because I'm working hard towards it and I'm going to be this person because I'm acting like them already. You know, that those two things together. That is huge. It's massive. Like it's yeah. the perfect combination and I was just doing half of it. So now I'm really trying to do the other half as well. And I'm just super calm and grateful about everything. And I think she really helped me as well. So yeah, living in the moment, you can't just, it's hard because, yeah, you know, like it's really tough. You can't just tell somebody, stop overthinking your life, live in the moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I it, think, it gave, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, I think for me, I... I do live in the moment. And I think that's why, like, when you asked me the question, like, what, how do you break habits and how do you, um, like, what, what are your step-by-step for me? I'm not actually able to like articulate that because for me, I am living in the moment. So it's just easier for me to, um, break the habit and not let it happen anymore because I'm like, I'm in that moment. I'm not thinking about, you know, I'm not thinking about my past. I'm not thinking about my future. I'm like in that single moment. So it's not, it's not a struggle for me, I guess. I don't really know if that makes oh, sense. You're just but too good. No, too that's good. not what I'm saying. You are just so good. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, I could I, do that. No, but you'll, you're going to get there because you're the heart. You are such a hard worker and you will do everything it takes to like get to that point. So, and that is so inspiring and, and, 
and very empowering because you you make it happen for yourself, right? Like you don't you don't wait on other people to do things for you or like you take I don't charge. give the universe another no, option. No, exactly. That's the thing. I'm like, sorry guys, I'm not doing this. I'm not, you know, there's certain things I'm just like, I refuse to not get this opportunity. I'm gonna work my fucking ass off. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know, literally move oceans and do You'll all do these anything. crazy things. Yeah. I don't like, think do everything. And like that is that is huge. And I think for your listeners, like that is really empowering for people to like know that like they have a choice to be like that. Like that's their choice. Yeah, it's all a you choice. Know? It is all a choice. I feel like in every moment we can choose again to be like that or to like kind of like let life happen to us rather than like making it happen, you know? Yes. Oh my God. You you literally I love this. It's so true. And you guys know that. Your personality is, you know, a bunch of characteristics that you've been conditioned to keep doing Mm -hmm. and embodying Mm -hmm. in the past, you know, what, 20 years or 30 years you've been alive. So it's like you have the power to change personalities. Like you have the power to change care characteristics and and these traits. Like old stories that you tell yourself. You you have the Yeah, your personality is a habit. Yeah. That's what it is. Absolutely. So you have the power to rewire your brain and change personality. And I, I know we're telling you, you have, you know, the opportunity to do all these things and to think of a certain way. And you're still probably like, but how the fuck do I do it? <laughs> um, you know, like, I think the way to do it is just to make it a priority to, to go through that personal growth and to really just like actively every morning, you know, listen to my podcast yeah. on morning routines. Like that, that's how I prime my brain, brain in the morning. Like I, I wouldn't do the things I do if I didn't, because I'm not yeah, conditioned. It's all about conditioning yourself and setting yourself up for that opportunity and for that success and preparing your mind. And I feel like what we let into our minds, like shapes who we are. And even like, it's all about even, um, surrounding yourself with people that lift you higher and people that like challenge you and ask more of you because if you're hanging around people that aren't requiring you to like kind of step it up or like not requiring you to be a little more in life or challenge you or or whatever it is even like mind and body I feel like you need to be around people that really lift you up and and challenge you and ask more of you like I always say that yeah and have yeah, a standard, standard for, you. for sure yeah because your life is only as good as your standards absolutely if your standard is being treated a certain way in a relationship or if your standard is making, you know, 40000 a year, like, mm-hmm. and you don't really, you don't have that standard that, that, you know, you refuse to have that, you right. know what I mean? Like, then that's your life. Mm-hmm. If you refuse to make forty grand a year and you, you know, demand to make 80000 or or 100000 a year, mm-hmm. soon enough, you're going to be taking – you're going to be taking the actions right away actually to be getting to that point. So it's, it's just crazy. Like it's all about standards. If you have a standard in a relationship, you you know, you won't stay in it. If somebody changes, if somebody starts treating you differently, like if you have a standard of living your best freaking life, this is my standard now, you know, Mm -hmm. I have a standard where I refuse to settle for less. I want to live my best life. I want my best freaking body. I want to feel the most confident. I want to live life. I want to remember things. I want to have passionate relationships. I don't want to use alcohol and drugs and Mm -hmm. overeating as, as something to de-stress me and as an addiction. Like I don't, that's not me. No, that's the old me. I don't fucking like that anymore. Mm -hmm. I want to live my truest self. And I feel like you literally preach the exact same thing. (sighs) Absolutely. Like a thousand percent. I feel like once we know what we value and what we stand for and what we want, like our, our life to stand for, then 
like we have this guideline, this like rule book that we have to follow in order to live that life. Because if we let like a distraction in, or if we kind of like, you know, okay, well, I'm going to stay in this relationship because, you know, they're a good person or they have a good heart, but you know, you're, you're suppressing so many emotions inside and you're going to, you're going to end up really, really unhappy and, and miserable. And then that affects everything else in your life. And then you're really not living up to those standards and those expectations that you have for yourself. Like you need to follow that rule book. And I think just, just being, um, true to yourself and being honest with yourself and like respecting yourself. It honestly all goes back to respecting yourself and what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's huge. Yeah. actually. Love yourself mm-hmm. enough to have these high standards. Absolutely. Love yourself enough to put yourself first. Mm-hmm. Don't do things because of social pressure. Mm-hmm. Don't stay in friendships or relationships because mm-hmm. of pressure. Put yourself first and be fucking selfish. Hell, when I left uni and I came to London and I did a bit of a friend cleanse, I kind of made that an excuse to ditch some of my high school friends and most of the people I, that didn't really benefit me at all. That was a selfish yeah. move. And now you know, you. I was selfish. And now I, I'm, I blame the people I surround myself with on my mm. happiness and some of my success. Like you are an average of the five people that you hang out with most. It's so true. Like I, I like, honestly, I think about that every single day because I, I'm the same way. Like, you know, actually, you know, what's funny is we both moved away at the same time. So when I moved to LA, you were moving to London, which is like so cool. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So I just feel like at that point we were like, okay, now we're really raising the standard of our living. Like we are taking it to the next level and we're not going to settle for anything less. We're going to make sure that we're living at that high level that we know we deserve. And like, we have huge dreams in order to live those dreams in order to get there. You have to keep raising that standard. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't just continue to operate at like a low vibration and a low kind of like a low expectations of yourself and kind of let these things creep in because you're never going to be able to reach those goals and reach those dreams that you've always desired to have, like you've always desired. Right. Yeah. And, and I think the scariest thing for me as well, thinking about this, it's, it's regret and waking Mm -hmm. up one morning and looking back on my life and thinking, holy fuck, why didn't I do this? Why wasn't I living this way in my 20s? Why mm-hmm. did I waste my life mm-hmm. caring what people think and not living my true self? And it, it terrifies me. It literally can keep me up at night thinking about regret and waking mm-hmm. up when I'm like 60, 70, 80 one morning and thinking, wow, I, I fucked it. My one chance, I fucked it. Yeah, but the re- like you're you're able to think that and you're so aware of that that you will never let that happen. Yeah, it's all about awareness, you know. It's if, all about you awareness. Know, if, if if someone wants to lose weight and you know they're really motivated and stuff, and if you told them, and if they were, they're about to take a bite of cake, let's just say they're about to eat a bite of cake, and you told them if you have that one bite of cake, you're gonna gain five pounds, like you're mm-hmm. gonna be way more unhealthy, like you're your digestion is going to really get fucked up. Like you're going to gain five pounds on the spot. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't eat that one bite of cake because they're not even thinking about it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? So it's like you need to think like more, I guess, long-term. Like do things that invest in your future. And I'm not saying like if you're really craving a bite of cake, like don't eat it ever. I'm definitely like a moderation person. And, you know, I had a glass of wine last night with dinner. Like I'm chilled. Like I'm not – a strict, you, you can't, like, yeah, that, you know? that can cause also stress on your body as well. And that's never good. So being like good to yourself is, so what's is the amazing. balance? Like how do, like how, how do we dictate like how many 
uh, treats we can give ourselves or how, what to do things in moderation. You know I what think, I mean? Like what's that level? I think like one, listening to your, your body and listening to kind of like what thoughts are running through your head. If you have any negative emotions like, um, around that food, then that's probably not a good decision. But let's say like, let's say we went out for dinner last night. We had two glasses of wine each. Like then, then we're not going to do that again tonight. You know, like we're going to make sure that we have it balanced out, that we're not like indulging every single day and that we're not like, I don't really, I don't like follow a strict diet. I don't do any of that, but I listen to my body. If I'm like craving, I have like this, it's horrible. You're going to laugh. Like I crave arrow bar lately. And you know, I was telling no yes, way. it's like the weirdest thing. I, you know, I, I was allergic to dairy for 15 years and anyway, I'm like healed. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, we need to talk about yeah. that in another yeah, episode. We sure. have to talk about like health and a whole other oh episode. My goodness, this is a whole other thing, but, um, I just feel like we need to listen to ourselves. We need to be good to ourselves. And we, and if, if there's negative emotions around it, it's never good. But if you're able to like enjoy that one bite of that arrow bar or have that glass of wine and you're, you feel good about it, like you're just not going to overindulge. You're going to know your limits you're gonna know like when when it's okay to do that right like you're not you're not gonna continuously do that every single night like no but there's also something beautiful about starting something and being super motivated about it like you know when I first started my whole health Mm -hmm. kick I didn't even crave anything bad I was just like on this really amazing road where I just was so motivated that I didn't even have any cravings. And now since that motivation has kind of worn off a little bit, now I'm kind of like, yeah, sometimes like I'm thinking about the chocolate I want to eat after this. (laughs) But I I think, well, it's going to be 90% Lynn. So cut me some slack, but I know. Remember we went to Whole Foods in London and we like, we got a bunch of chocolate when I was staying. Oh yeah, we did. That was so fun. But yeah, I think like just, yeah, like, you know, cater it to yourself, like the moderation thing. And I, I would hate for people to think, you know, I'm just saying be all or nothing. Like you're a bad person no, no, if you no. don't, if you do this, but it's like, you know, I think intensity, there's something really beautiful about oh, it. So I love it. And I think you do too. I love intensity. I like, we both love passion, oh, intensity. Yes, like, the more, the better. Like I'm so driven. I'm so like, I'm, I love being intense. And I think like, I crave that. Like I crave intensity in every single relationship and every single like thing that I do in my life. So I am hundred percent with you on that. But I think with, um, like dieting and food and, and all that, I think that just like listening to ourselves and, and being good to ourselves is like number one, because if you, if you're like disrespecting yourself and like, let's say you've worked really hard the past week on like eating a clean diet and, you know, doing, um, like the self-work and, and like the physical part of it too, like the, the workouts and all that, then like, keep that in mind, respect yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It goes back to love and it all – everything always goes back to love. Everything. You're not going to do things that are harmful to your body and to yourself if you love yourself unconditionally, mm-hmm. I think, personally. So – too. Yeah, you want the best for yourself when you fall in love with yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So just work on you. And also the other thing that has really helped me to being the way I am today and how much I've changed is – Acting as if, and I've spoken about this in a yeah. few other podcasts, but when I'm not in the mood, and I don't do this every single time because a lot of the time I'm just like really not in the mood and I don't even – I just want to be, you know, annoying and mm-hmm. like negative in my own space. But a lot of the time when I'm not in the mood, I just – 
I just speak to my, the person I want to be, you know, I call her my superwoman. I just like have a conversation in my head with the person that I aspire to be. And she looks like me. She is me. She's just like, you know, all the qualities that I'm trying to work on. Mm -hmm. And we just have a bit of a convo. And I'm like, she's like, Mimi, you can be me whenever, whenever you want. Like I can be you right now. Like I can, I can come in and we can work together or you can act like you're young hurt self. Um, but it's your decision to, to act how you want to act and to be the kind of person you want to be. Absolutely. So that is so powerful, by the way, I think I'm going to start doing that. Oh my God, Jay, it's so powerful. I do this whole meditation in the morning. If you guys haven't listened to my morning oh, I just routine podcast. On my way back from the studio. It's so good. It's, it's funny. Cause you know, we've talked about our morning routines before and and just like having an exact plan on what you're going to do is so important because sometimes you, we can get distracted or we we kind of like make it up as we go. But having like a structure is key. Anyway. Yeah, 100%. Oh my God. Well, guys, I think our time is, is pretty much up. It's been 40 minutes. How oh quickly did that go by? So fast. That went by so I feel quickly. like we could talk forever, but we'll save, it. We'll save um, the rest for the next one. <laughs> Yeah, I want to do a podcast with you on eating because Tay and I always do similar ways of uh, eating. And yeah, we definitely should talk about like our experience with um, a bunch of different types of of diets Mm -hmm. and stuff. Remember when we both did like a vegan, um, high carb, low fat diet? Like I've done all of them. Yeah, Loni. I still follow her. I love that. I know. I love her too. She's amazing. Um, I just love her family. I'm too invested to leave. Oh, so cute. I love it. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's do that. Okay. I'm so, so down for that. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. You can find Tay, um, at, do you want to tell them your socials? Tay Anita. (laughs) Tay Anita, T-A-Y-E, A-N-I-T-A. Amazing. Awesome. Thanks guys. Thanks guys. See you next time. Bye.